kids, get your popcorn out. Let me tell you the story of the Space Viking. I was lightning before the thunder. Welcome back to Disney Marvels for week of July 10th, 2022. This is episode 185. Disney Marvels, the show about Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Muppets, Pixar, 20th Century, the parks, and much, much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. So, this week's survey, just a generic one, wanting to know what your favorite portal on Disney Plus is. And portal is, on the top you have the generic listings, you have Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and Natural, National Geographic's. I didn't have that many spaces. Twitter only allows you four, so I had to combine Disney and Pixar. Figured those were the ones that came closest together in their their content that you can kind of you can marry those two. It's synonymous. One could kind of go with the other nowadays. It's not too far off, so that's why I decided those ones could go close together. Where Marvel is Marvel, Star Wars is very Star Wars, and National Geographics is very National Geographics. It kind of you can't put National Geographics with Star Wars, and you can't put Marvel with Pixar. It, it really doesn't work that way. So that's how that's how I went with that. Um, so the results are in. You voted, and this is what you had to say. Nobody had any love for National Geographics, which is a shame. There's a lot of good content on there, but I can't talk. I didn't vote for National Geographic either as my favorite, my favorite portal. But there is a lot of great content, and I'm sure you all can agree with that. Uh, next up, next up was the Disney Pixar part. 8% of the vote went to Disney and Pixar. 25% of the vote went to Marvel. Which means, the congratulations, 67% of you, 67%, well over a majority, said Star Wars is your favorite portal. And with so much great content... I can't blame you, as we just talked last week to to Anthony. A lot of great content with Star Wars, a lot of great content coming to Star Wars. Just like Marvel, a lot of great content there, a lot of great con content. Whew, I really can talk tonight. Comes is coming to there as well. All of them, great choices. Really, you can't go wrong with any of them. But, of course, we all have our favorites, just like our children. Just kidding. So, that being said... Um, I do want to apologize. We did start the live show this past Saturday, and I was having technical difficulties. I did not know I was having technical difficulties until later, and I tried to edit the show for the audio stream. Um, so my apologies. Try again next week. Tweak a few things. See if we could get that working out or worked out. Not exactly sure what went wrong, but could take a couple of guesses. And we'll try again. We'll try again. Hey, if you jump on, let me know if it works great. If it's not working good, the audio, and we can figure it out from there. I think I know, but trial and error. Really, it is all trial and error. So, join me. Live show coming up. Um, also mentioned in the live show, we have our Facebook page now going. You can look it up. It is DMP Fans. So Facebook.com. So you go into Facebook, you search up DMP, like Disney Marvel's podcast, but just the initials, DMP Fans, F-A-N-S. Make sure you put that S on there. And we will come up. It's either us or the Des Moines Police Department. So yeah, check us out, D 
Disney Marvel Podcast fans, DMP fans on Facebook group. Join up. A lot of stuff coming there. So we'll be going there. And on that note, we'll be back after these brief messages from our friends and sponsors. Hi, Disney Marvels fans. My name's Tash and my BFF Mercedes and I make a weekly podcast dedicated to all things Disney. From music, movies and food and parks to fun weekly challenges, we discuss it all over at Chat Disney. You can find us on Instagram at Chat Disney or Twitter at Chat Disney UK. We release weekly episodes every Monday morning, which can be found on Spotify and the Apple Podcast app. Bye for now. And now on with the show. There was a movie many years ago about an Asgardian who wasn't worthy, fell to the earth, and learned how to be worthy through the young woman that he met on his journey who hit him with a truck. And just like true love hitting you with a truck, the latest Thor movie, Thor Love and Thunder, has been brought upon us. The third fourth the fourth thor movie this actually marks the first time that we've had a fourth movie for a marvel character and like many other fourth times to talk about it i have mr david gelman join me gelman driving joining me live on the other end of this computer we just raced out of the theaters are recording this to have a drop in an hour and a half Dave, thanks for coming back. <laughs> yeah, basically, I got home in record time, and you said 10 minutes. I said, okay, let's go. <laughs> Here we go. Thanks for having got me. Got my on. boys right down. All right, that's it. Nope, to bed, to bed, to bed, to bed. <laughs> yep, I gave Kaylin my quick review. Kissed her goodnight. Downstairs. <laughs> I, I, I passed on my quick review to, to Matt Leonard. Um, I haven't reached out to, to Isaac yet because I'm sure that he is beat from his new job. Yep. Um, as you would well know what that's like. I know fully, yes. And uh, yeah, we, we, we'll we be talking to, to them. I'll be talking to them probably uh, off the show about their thoughts in, in comments or maybe posted online or, or whatnot. But we're here now. We're here now to talk about Thor's love and thunder of the movies. Um, we'll, we'll try and do it spoiler-free, at least for... For a bit, and then we'll warn people that at this point we'll we'll go into a little more depth about the movie. So if you've already seen the movie, you'll get to hear more of our thoughts. But if you haven't seen the movie, we'll give you a brief overview ahead of time. Again, spoiler free. We'll give you our opinions on the movie, and then uh, I'll let you know at that point. So overall, um, I was a little nervous going into this movie. I'm not sure about you. Agreed. Very nervous. Um, I, I, as much as I enjoyed Ragnarok, uh, you know, it, it wasn't. I was thinking, are they going back to the well too much? I mean, Taika to me did a great job with what he what he showed me. He could be a good director in Mandalorian, right? And what the episodes that he's done in Mandalorian have been very well done. So I wasn't sure, wh- you know, how this would play off. The, the previews, I thought, you know, sometimes they, they show you one aspect and throw you a curveball. And I was really hoping that was the case here. Uh, character of Jane Foster, bringing her back 
as uh, this time they said uh, Mighty Thor. That's what they called her in the the comics. It's uh, it's, a, it's a, oh, I forgot the name. I have it. Ah, I had it right by me. I was actually reading it today. Um, but the the female Thor character, mm-hmm. and um, they they do stick true to that character's arc from the comics. So I, I was I was happy about that. Um, but I do have some issues with the movie, which I, I hate when I have to say that about a Marvel movie because they've been doing so well. Uh, but you know you're now up to what thirty something movies and shows. Not everyone's going to be a shining example. No, it's hard to keep up that success. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, so overall, I, I um, not to put too fine of a point on it, but I guess I wanted more from it. Like, what do you What do you think? Yeah, I was this. What I wanted from this was to continue a storyline or build us to somewhere some direction of where they're going with the MCU. You know what I mean? Because it can, it seems like these movies that are coming out now are just little movies here, little movies here. They're not, we're not built like, okay, with the Iron Man and all those that built up to the Infinity War, you know what I mean? And, and Endgame. The, it just seems like they're sputtering and they're just throwing out these movies. It This did not, for me, continue on a story to where I want to see more of, you know? I don't know if that makes any sense. No, it does. It does. But the argument there is that the initial phase one movies, and even at some point phase two, but mostly phase one, that was the case as well. True. But as they went on, as these movies started coming on, it started introducing more and more that led up to. They started putting more nuggets in. Right. And in, in some aspects, do we know if we're seeing things? nuggets or not and i'll bring up some points later on um but uh yeah so it's it's hard to say without having that hindsight are we getting that type of stuff without knowing it or are we just getting a lot of standalone stuff that at some point will merge and we'll go oh wait now i get it okay they did have a grand scheme they just didn't uh, make it that obvious no, no. Um, favorite character? Did you have a favorite character? <laughs> um, this may come as a shock. I did like Natalie Portman. She she was good in it. You know, I because I've been a harsh critic of hers in the past with the the Star Wars stuff as Padme. Sure. But she did not bother me in this one. Um, because. <sighs> Because her character was more, yeah, she's battling stuff and whatever, but she wasn't involved in all that slapsticky, I'm going to hit you over the head comedy. So she, her character didn't kill me. Like, where I was like, oh, my God, what are we doing here? <laughs> no, no, she she was is very much the serious character, which is what I, I hoped out of that character, and we got it. So I, I was I was very thankful for that. Yes. Um, so I, I, I liked what she she put into the character my wife didn't but she doesn't like 
Portman at all. Right. Um, I've, I've gone back and forth with her. There's a lot of things that she's done that I've really liked her in. Right. And then there's some stuff that I don't care for as much. So, yeah, like um, The Professional, Black Swan. I, I really liked her in those two movies. Right. Uh, yeah, the Star Wars ones. I I don't hate her in it, but it's not, you know, Just for me, fun. her shining examples. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, I go back to Black Swan, which she won an Oscar for. Uh, the Professional, which was her first movie that I I still love that movie. Oh, the Professional is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that you know you you got some really good examples to go back on. So you, you know you you can you got a number of arguments with her her yeah. uh, her talents. So I I give her a lot of credit. Yeah, because I remember and, when the trailer first came out, I remember saying, "Who who is that?" And you're like, "No, that's Natalie Portman." I'm like, "What?" Oh God! <laughs> but she pulled it off for me. No, no, yeah, she did. She actually, she really worked hard at this. Um, it, it, this was something that she had, she she wanted to get back into it. I'm sure they they backed up a nice sized truck, uh, and you know they could have done a lot of digital effects. Right. They did, but not in the way that people were probably initially thinking. She bulked up. She had a personal trainer. Um, both Chris Helmsworth and Tessa Thompson kind of supported her and helped direct her on how to prepare yourself for this. It's not just a matter of lifting weights. Right. It's lifting weights. It's eating right. It's routine. It's this and that. And she she stuck by it. Uh, she had a personal trainer um, help work with her. And, you know, she learned to eat right. Um Nominee Pendergast was who she worked with mm -hmm. and uh, helped to develop the muscle. And she said it wasn't even just like surface muscle is deep core stuff as well. So yeah. it yeah, really she's got her. She, she looks like she's got a tiny frame to begin with. So it's, she had to put the mass on to look bigger. Yeah, right. she, she's not a big person. So, no. I mean, she really she really bulked up and she dedicated to this part. Mm -hmm. um, so that that is. That is something that you know she she really put herself into this role. Uh, you know th this article that I got from read from the USA Today, uh, yeah USA Today Tuesday July fifth edition, uh, where they have an interview with Portman and Tessa uh, talking about getting ready for these roles. And Tessa said, you know, she let herself go during the COVID and stuff, so she had a lot of work to do to get herself back to this role. Because, uh, yeah, COVID, a lot of people were eating a lot more than they should have. Or not necessarily the best things. Right. So, uh, there's something here. What was it? This last part here. Uh, Thompson prepared with an intense diet, lifting weights, and doing two hours of cardio a day. That resulted in a new love for audiobooks. Getting Stronger is a mostly, uh, mostly really fun, but also kind of torturous. But at least we all uh, can complain about it together. It feels like superhero uh, summer camp. Mm. So, um, you know, it, it's, it was something that they, they bonded together, I guess, on the set uh, to get themselves going. I mean, Helmsworth, for the most part, always looks like this. I was watching his, this is from last year, two years ago, I forget when, uh, his shark special uh, about the sharks off the Australian coast. 
Right. And, you know, he's walking around and he, even there he looks like Thor. Yeah. <laughs> he was not even working out for it. He's like The Rock, man. The Rock's always diesel. So it's like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, ever since he took on the, the monarchy of Thor, he's always just, I guess, paid attention to his body and how he takes care of himself. Mm-hmm. You go back to the Star Trek movie, um, the J.J. Abrams Star Trek movie. Where he plays Kirk's father, and he's not that big of a you know you can tell the muscle mass is not there for that right for that role. So Different this, role. <laughs> yep. So, uh, so yeah, he's uh, they 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 really put themselves into this uh, film uh, to prepare for it. Uh, I thought visually a lot of the visuals were really good where they you know you had a lot of bright colors at certain points and muted to no color at some points and those hit the right notes and right tones um, for for those moments the guardian galaxies aren't it 15 minutes though um they're really not in it that long so who who was your favorite character in it my favorite character I, i i probably would say natalie portman as well either her or I'm, I'm not really being facetious because I, I enjoyed these. They are characters from the comics, yeah. and um, I I thought they they added a nice part was the goats. The goats? They're actually in the comics. Yeah, they're actually characters I, from the comics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're they're. Uh, but Kim goes to me before saying, "Why do they have to bring Zeus, Zeus, and another character into this?" I said, "Because they're actually from the comics." Right. They are. Yeah, they've yeah. been around. For decades. <laughs> yeah. I'm not big on the comics, so I, I thought they were just the side character that they threw in. Yeah, no, no, the goats the goats are in there. The um they're even in the in the, the series I was I was reading for um uh Lady of Asgard or whatever. Oh, I wish I could remember the title and I'm I'm not gonna run upstairs to, to get it. Mm. And I I read about half of it today. Uh I think they were in that too. Uh where Thor since he, he Thor becomes in the comic, Thor becomes unworthy, uh, and the way that Jane Foster gets Mjolnir is by Thor's mother granting her okay. the ability. Because right. she said there always needs to be a Thor, mm-hmm. so a protector of the the realms. So she makes you know she gets Jane. Jane becomes you know worthy and, and takes that on. Um, obviously I knew, well, that's not happening in this movie, um, but how they went about it, I thought was really nice. And it, it, it has a nice link and symmetry Mm -hmm. to how it, um, how she gets granted the powers. Right. So I, 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 I like all those little story arcs and moments and I like, you know, the, the complete it was a completed arc it was a completed story arc for her character it was a very defined beginning middle and end and you, you could follow along on it and i, th- right. I thought right. that end was well done mm-hmm. uh, so. so yeah it's uh yeah it's a, it's a mixed bag for me on this one um and again i felt that in some ways they tried to go back to the well too many times even though this is only the second time taika has done the the thor movie um it's like 
we want it to be Ragnarok, but we don't want it to be Ragnarok. We want it to be Ragnarok, and we don't want it to be Ragnarok. And I think that did, in the end, hurt the movie. Right, but in Ragnarok, it was a complete balance of comedy and action and story and all that jazz. This one, it just seemed like they couldn't go two lines without trying to drop, drop a joke. You know what I'm saying? It was just too right. much. It, it felt forced. It felt awkward at times. That, you know, and I'm like... <laughs> can we move on you know <laughs> and that was kind of one of my fears is and, uh, and like i said I, I was hoping that in my mind we started off we could start off on the comedy that's fine especially you got the guardians on there that would be very natural and right. then we slowly form into this more heavier tone and and darker aspect of thor which is we got moments of it mm-hmm. and we got parts of that but we didn't get it in the right balance and ways, I think. Right. Um, and even the bad guy, even the bad guy in this, they didn't, he's not, he's not that ominous, ominous in there. You know, he's not like, oh my God, this guy's a real, you know, evil guy. I'm going to fear him. Right. You know, and they didn't, and he wasn't uh, balanced in the movie enough for me. You know what I mean? He got caught up with what's going on with, uh, Jane and Thor, and they kept, you know what I mean? Kept I feel, like, yeah, I feel we didn't get enough of the bad guy. Like the right. parts that we got were good, right? I thought, um, but I don't think we got enough of it, like to really, you know, appreciate him. Now, granted, I walked in like two minutes, three minutes late, where we got a lot of his backstory. I'm not sure if you, no, I missed that too. We all missed yeah. that going in. I mean, we got we got that at, at the the back end of the movie where I think they filled in some of the parts that we right, missed. Right, right, right. Um, but it's no fault of our own because the theater. Yeah, well, the theater kind of screwed things up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will get into that, but the theater screwed you know. things up. Yeah. Um, yeah. When does the mo- the movie actually start? When the movie is supposed to start? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What happened to the fifteen minutes of trailers? Where yeah, fifteen twenty minutes of trailers. Come on. <laughs> And you're supposed to turn the lights off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, um, so I guess you know it, it's a mixed bag for me. I, I unfortunately do have to be on the little harsher side. Um, so out of my one to ten scale, ten being the best and one being, you know, complete complete garbage. Um. This this was tough for me because I I still put for my personal ranking Black Widow is still down there. What did you What did you give Black Widow? I forgot. Five. A five. And I'm giving this one a five, okay. but I actually enjoyed it a little more than Black Widow, so I'd, I'd give it like a five point two or something like that. <laughs> um, because I, I wouldn't mind going back and watching this again. Black Widow, I still have to kind of like, do I, will I go back and watch it? At some point I'll go back and watch it. But I think I would enjoy this more. Because at least I feel like everyone from the cast wanted to be there. Right. Well, I, well Black Widow is kind of like, you, you watched it, that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's, there's really no rewatchable value uh, um, I, I in it. No, yeah. I, I I saw it. I know what happens. Right. I, I I really don't need to go back and see it again. Right. 
because as far as if I want to see um, the uh, I, I'm blanking on the the character's name, but the uh, the sister who takes over, right? Yeah, uh, I'll just watch Hawkeye. Right, exactly. Which I enjoyed substantially which was, more. Yeah, which was really good. Yes. So you know, I, I want to see that. You know, I see the, those characters. I'll just go watch them. You know, they're now appeared elsewhere. Where this one, there's you know, to see the Jane Foster storyline over again, um, to see some of the other characters and what's going on. Um, and I know there's things that play off on other movies that we've seen that are in this movie. So to see that stuff again and you know it may it may um pan out. Mm-hmm. So there's there's possibly Black Widow is itself. And you know, yeah, we, we just get the, the one character that plays out from there. Um wherever you know the this one I think we're gonna get again more out of Thor's still gonna be around. Uh but yeah, I would rewatch it again just to see if I could change my opinion of it. You know? Yelena. That's it. Yelena, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I would rewatch this one just to see if I missed something or if my opinion changes of it. You know, like I did with The Last Jedi. I couldn't stand that, but I when it came out, I rewatched it and I said, nah, I still don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> see, in last night, like it's to me that's got these the you know, if anything, I watch it for the lightsaber scene. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so, and I'll tell you some of the moments that I think you missed in a moment. So, um, out of 10, where were you, what would you give this? See, because I was struggling hard with this. And because I, I liked Black Widow better, obviously better than you. I mean, I wouldn't put that one up in the top of the echelons, but I did enjoy that one. So, this one for me is like a four. Solid okay. Four. Yeah. Yeah, there was stuff I did like, so I can't give it lower than that. But just overall, you know, it, it was bad. <laughs> yeah. And and again, my disclaimer, everyone, you know, so every movie is someone's favorite movie. Right. Exactly. So there are people out there who absolutely rave and love this movie. And I'm not going to knock them. I'm not going to argue with yeah. them. If you love this movie, good for you. You know, tell people how much you love this movie. Please go right ahead. And any movie studio out there would love to have a movie like this. Number one, it was the third biggest opening of the year. It was the number one box office in the world. You know, Mm -hmm. it it, it dominated theaters this this past opening weekend. Um, I'm not saying that you shouldn't see this movie. Exactly. Yes. I, I think you definitely need to see this movie, but hedge your bet. In your expectations, um, especially if you did not like Ragnarok, like a certain host on this show, uh, not being me, but has the same name. Then wait, Kim didn't like uh, uh, Ragnarok. She does have the same name as me. She has the same last name as me. She doesn't have the same first name as me. Matt Leonard didn't like Ragnarok. Oh, Matt. Oh, I'm sorry. I yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait a minute, who didn't like Ragnarok? <laughs> Leonard <laughs> doesn't, doesn't like does not like Ragnarok because it felt it was too much uh, forced comedy. Oh wow! So I, I already texted him. Take your time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. And get home. And the first thing I do, take your time on on, yeah. on this one. Uh, 
So I'm like, you, you're, you know, you didn't like Ragnarok. You're not going to care for this one probably as much. Yeah. So he, uh, he was a little shocked, but he, I'm sure he's appreciative. Um, you know, he'll see to it at some point. The, um, but yeah, you know, get to it. Just don't go into expecting it to be the best Thor movie. And sometimes if you lower your expectations going in, you enjoy the movie more. Yes. yes. That, that can't happen. Yeah, the different opinion thing, that that's, that's you know, that's con- like, uh, there's two people I talk to at work. And I know for a fact, because I, I posted something on Facebook, I, I'm pretty sure he saw it and loved it. So I know first thing tomorrow morning when I punch in, we're going to be talking about how he loved it and how I hated it. You know, <laughs> it's, it's good conversation. You know, we just debate over over the movie, you know. Well, no, no offense, Dave. I did tell your wife this morning. Uh, you know, expect Dave to hate this movie. <laughs> 25 minutes in, I think it was about, I whispered to Pete, this is bad. <laughs> I think I actually heard you, even though I was five <laughs> seats away. <laughs> so, and on that moment, we will now go into a little more detail. So spoilers abound. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, please pause the recording. Go see the movie or whenever you get to see the movie. And then you can come back and revisit this beautiful thing about podcasts. This will be here for as long as the internet is around or I keep the servers up. Um, so that's uh, on that note. We'll give everyone a moment and uh, we will dig into it a little more. Okay. All right. Everyone gone? Yes. All right. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um. So now a little more details. Uh, Something I, my biggest problem with the movie wasn't Jane Foster, wasn't Gore the God Butcher, wasn't Valkyrie, wasn't Korg. It wasn't the goat. (laughs) Wasn't the goats. (laughs) It wasn't the screaming goats. They, the, uh, to me, I, you got the right amount of the goats. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. In the beginning, I was worried in the beginning because they were there. So on I top. was going, oh, you're going to oversell these things, and they yeah, did pull, it. pull back, pull back, and they did. So yeah. Um, wasn't the Guardians? It wasn't any of that. It was Thor. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. I, my biggest problem with the movie is is Thor, because yeah. they made him an idiot. Yeah. And you can see that from just from the, the original Thor to now. He's yes. become dumber as we've gone on, basically. Ragnarok, he got a little bit, but it, 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 it was manageable. Like, yeah. manageable stupidity. So, you know, th- more, it was more ego right. that he was tripping over. Right. This was just flat-out stupid. Right. And every, like I said, every, all the jokes, were they felt forced and awkward out of him. And I'm like, yeah, it's just... They're, they're, he's delivered better performances in the past. Let's put it that way. Yes, yes. It, it, it wasn't for lack of lack of anything. It wasn't that he doesn't know the part or doesn't want the part. He just, right. uh, in fact, um, this is what Leonard had, had to say, and I, I hope he doesn't mind me putting it in here. Um, he said he blames Taika Waititi a little, mm-hmm. but Paul uh, Paul Feige the Ghostbusters answer the call a lot. Um, Helmsworth claims he learned how to do comedy on Ghostbusters, which is bull because Helmsworth has always been a naturally 
naturally funny. Mm-hmm. But now he knows how to quote unquote act funny. And I think it ruined him. Uh, my big problem with Ragnarok was how hard he tried to be funny. And I'm a bit afraid that uh, Love and Thunder would be much the same way. So that's that's Leonard's take on it. And but, but he was in the uh, the Melissa McCart- McCarthy Ghostbusters. Yes, because I still I still haven't seen that one yet. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What's his similar similar acting? Um, I mean, I know it's a different role. I know it's a different. No, you know what? No, he wasn't even that. He wasn't. It was a little more closer to Ragnarok than it was to this. To this, okay, I got you. Um, this this was just. Yeah. Like. (laughs) It, it's in the trailer. We are where we're, um, you know, Star Lord standing there. You know, look at the people. You know, towards the people that you love and this stuff. And he just blankly gazes over at him and gets in the way. It's just like, and they kept running that same type of gag, more or less. Yeah, and uh, the, hand, you know, the handshake and was awkward, and they kept doing the finger touch and stuff. And like, I'm like, it's cringeworthy stuff, man. Yeah, that, <laughs> there, there was no need for that. No. You think you're trying too hard to be funny. Yeah. You can naturally do stuff funny, and yeah. and that was just going too much into it. Um, and I think further along into the movie, when you had the scene where uh, Portman and Helmsworth were together on the ship, and it was just the two of them, and she's starting to open up to him, he was still an idiot. Yeah, yeah. Where you need to strip that back and really play onto the emotions because you were doing that with one character, but you weren't doing it with another character. And that's the problem I have with the writers. And, and that, the, the thing too, is there could have been some really funny stuff that, well, there was funny stuff in it, but it didn't hit as funny because of the non, the nonstop forced humor, like the, the Molnir and the, uh, the ax, you know what I mean? They actually yeah. picked up the hammer, like, and it kept like coming out of the screen, and well, you see. And him. that's kind of one of the weird things. And I'm glad I did this because I, like I said, I read some of the the comic. Mm-hmm. Thor actually does talk to the the hammer. He has conversations with Mjolnir. Okay. So that's not actually that's canon. That that that's, that's actually canon. from the comic <laughs> right. books. Okay. Um, he can talk to it, but it's just like Stormbreaker being having an emotional, you know, being the jealous girlfriend. All right, that that that's a little bizarre, and I I don't know, I can't say for sure that being, uh, that being completely accurate. Right. But um, but th- do you agree that that might have hit a little bit better if we weren't beat over the head with all the the slapsticky stuff? You, you know what I mean? Like if they yeah, I think they it. did run that a little too much. Yeah. Um. So I, I think they did run that a little too much. And again, going back to the scene that I'm talking about, then you have Korg starting to to sing this bizarre song. <laughs> That's where I lost it. That's where I lost it. I, why? Why? I was laughing so hard. I had to put my head in my shirt and I had tears. You ask your wife. I had tears because I, because it was just so silly. I'm like, what are we doing? And I just couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> but not in a good way. <laughs> not in a good way. No. <laughs> I'm like, well, why? <laughs> um, and it was funny. The, the Guardians, like, they're one of my favorite 
one and two were awesome. They're one of my favorite character groups in 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 the Marvel universe. I couldn't wait for them to get out of the movie. Like I wanted them gone because I didn't want this movie to ruin them for me. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> they really served very little purpose. No purpose. Yeah. Uh, I understand why they're in it because the last place we saw Thor was with was with them. Right. Right. So, okay, you naturally have to start off, lead off with them and, you know, take them out of the picture, which they did. And I was okay with how they kind of went about that more or less. Right. Um, so, you yeah, continue the, the the strange relationship between the Chris's, between, uh, you know, Pratt and, and Hell's characters. Yeah. Um, and I think it played, played out, that played out fine. Uh, their characters pretty much all stayed true to their characters. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Which I, I, which was fine. Um, which That's why is, I was like, they stay true. Okay, exit. Next. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that that's, uh, you know that that was fine. I was a little nervous about that, but no, they did overstay their, uh, their welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Okay, that's why. I didn't realize. <laughs> I've, I've watched all the Guardians movies. I never realized that the the one uh, Ravager was James's brother. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> that that Ravager that that's Sean Gunn, James Gunn's brother. Really, the one yeah. that married the the one that married the alien or something? Yeah. You can't go around marrying people. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, yeah, the, uh, what's it, Craig Craig or something like that? Um, but but took over for Yondu's character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah He's yeah. now got the fin and stuff. Yeah, right. that that's yeah, that's Sean Gunn. Um, so uh, okay, so I'm not the only one that they right. realize that. Yeah, uh, no. but you know, you, you kind of brought everybody. Karen Gillian's back as uh, Nebula. So everybody's there that needs to be there. Um, and their, their interaction, their characters are the same Groot's grown up a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Uh, so that, that was fine. And, uh, so I, I, I didn't mind their parts. They, they left, I think a little fast, but in in enough time, it was for me, that was okay for them leaving. Yeah. Uh, you know, they got a little interactions with the goats. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We'll serve them for meat. So and meat just... people. <laughs> <laughs> That's when the goats finally shut up. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, what? Yes, it was interesting. The, uh, yeah, but it, it was Helmsworth's portrayal. It, it, I think there's only one point where I don't, I think he was fine. He was, he was actually the Thor character. Is when they went on to that moon. And I think that was the. To me that was the best part of the movie. Mm. Where you really got a. The serious. The darker tone. Uh, they they dropped the comedy almost completely at that point. Right. Um, they even changed. They put everything into black and white. So you just had that. Creepier feel. That horror yeah. feel. The way that, that was, was lit. Cool. The way it was done. That yeah, was, I think cool to fact. me that was brilliant. Even just how you got to that point. With the goats crashing into the moon. <laughs> I, I was fine with that. It was, I was, it was a punchline. Yeah. And, um, you know, they, they moved forward. 
and it it really got the the serious the darker tones that I wanted more from that movie yes. to have mm-hmm. because whenever you have a character like Gore the God Butcher and you have a character who is suffering from cancer mm-hmm. and you you know you have all this other stuff building those are dark tones right and in some ways especially with comic books I think um some people don't realize this about comic books or just don't believe it but you can get some lighthearted stuff in comic books you get some funny stuff but a lot of comic books get really dark and really political or very heavy uh storylines to them mm-hmm. um so these are things that it's not unnatural for comic books i mean, everyone uh, goes back to thinking comic books as or the translation of a comic book needs to be the Adam West Batman. Right. And that's not true. Uh, So that this is kind of, you know, I want Marvel to get more into these, these tones. And I don't know if they were afraid because of the perception of um, Dr. Strange two on how dark that was to be or was shaping up to be at the, um, that point when this was being shot, you, they stepped Dr. Strange to back because it actually was a darker movie than what we ended up with. Right. Right. Uh, so they, they were afraid, okay, two dark movies back to back. We can't have that. So let's throw in some more lighthearted comedy and things. I don't know. Uh, but, I mean, I, and we carried some of the dark tones, you know, Jane Foster's uh, arc and, you know, they they ran it through completely because, you know, they could have carried that character into next, possibly the next one and then have her uh, yeah. kill her I, off. Because, um, again, I didn't know how her storyline played out in the comics, but I just had a I had a feeling they were going to bring her back somehow. Like, I thought, uh, what was the bad guy's name again? I'm sorry. Gore. Gore. I thought he was going to actually use his wish to bring her back, you know, but he didn't. And then she ends up, you know, passing. But like, yeah, yeah, it was uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think for the the and there's the two uh, end credit scenes. I should have mentioned this earlier, but there's two end, the two end credit scenes. The second one, I think, cements that she's done. <laughs> yeah, she's, oh, yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Valhalla. We have plenty of uh, beachfront living. Right. <laughs> um, so I, I think that was a nice touch. And it's, you know, but again, it cements this character is now run her course. She is. Yeah, she's done. Um, so I, I thought that was a nice, nice finale. Nice way to do it. They, they didn't sugarcoat everything they they even you know they did the foreshadowing part you know she's on her way out she doesn't have much left and they they made the the choice very visceral it's like you wield that hammer again you're done mm-hmm. uh, which i thought was again another part of where helmsworth was actually trying not to be funny he was uh, you know you could tell that he was concerned for the you know for her right uh, that, that was the only time we got that though right so, you, you, you know what i mean you didn't get enough of that. Yeah. You know, they, they were, you know, harping on how he's still trying to get over this relationship and how this, you know, how, when she, they split apart that 
you know, it really hurt him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kind of made him just back away from people. Um, and, and when you think about what Thor has gone through, through in the past couple of movies, they've put him through quite a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, between Ragnarok, they destroyed his homeworld. And Infinity War, they destroyed half of his people. Right. You know, at the... Um, and also in Infinity War, he didn't stop Thanos. He could have stopped Thanos, and he didn't. But then they kind of that opportunity. Then they at the beginning of this movie go, go like uh, Thor. He lost this guy and this guy, and who knows yeah. who this guy is? <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I forgot I mean, about that part. Yeah, he has experienced a lot of loss and 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 stuff. You know, but he's been through the ringers. But yeah, doesn't give him an excuse to act like that though. <laughs> well, and, and that's kind of the thing. It's like you you can have a tortured character and you can have a character. I mean, think of think of uh, Elizabeth Olsen's uh, Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, another very tortured character. She's not stupid. No. Nope. I mean, making bad decisions. Yes, but she's not stupid. And you she you can tell she carries the weight of these losses. Mm-hmm. So okay, Thor's you know carrying the weight in a different way. He puts it on physically, and you know, kind of gives up the the superhero biz. Okay, but it doesn't have to make him an idiot. Mm-hmm. And, and again, that's where I have the biggest problem with this movie. Um, is just I just dread it every time he opened it. I'm like, oh god, what are they gonna make him say now? Right. And you want like I wonder when they're making the movie. Like, was he okay with how? I mean, I, he probably doesn't have a choice in the matter. But I want you wonder as he's doing making the movie and he's acting and stuff that how this is going to be portrayed. Like, is he okay? Kind of like how I guess uh, Mark Hamill didn't like how Luke was being portrayed. You know what I mean? Last Jedi. Uh, uh, you know, I wonder if he had like that remorse. Like, hey, this is not how I want to do it, but this is how I'm being told to be. And you. Make sense, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I I don't know. I haven't I haven't heard anything. And being at Helmsworth, I don't think you would ever hear him say that. Yeah, Mark Hamill's more vocal. Uh, yes, especially <laughs> now in his his you know Elder years. Yeah, <laughs> well, I wasn't going to go that far. <laughs> yeah, uh, more mature years. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it, Helmsworth is more the you know the the, the team player. So, uh, yeah, I mean, but does he feel that way? You know, That's I, when he's delivering these lines and he's sitting there going, I went from that Thor to this Thor. The heck. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He can't I call time know. out and audible. Hey, listen, can we change <laughs> a little bit here? Yeah, can we do too? <laughs> uh, it was something he, he or he could just got so wrapped up in, you know, what was going on, the fun of it, mm. that you just sometimes don't realize. Yeah. Um. I mean, I couldn't tell, but did you you brought up COVID before? Do you think this movie suffered from any COVID COVID related things? It's quite possible. It's it's it is quite possible that 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 yeah, some COVID stuff did affect it. In uh, the final product, um, I mean, they shot it last year, I think. I forget when the actual production uh, of it started, but 
Yeah, it it was. I think um, it was filmed all. They filmed this right after Shang Chi. Mm-hmm. Shang Chi rap. They started this. They filmed it mostly in Australia. Um. So it is possible. It is possible that that's COVID did did play a part in it. Um. That aside, like I said, I, there's parts I enjoyed. There's stuff that I could tell leads into it. Um, so obviously you, you had Zeus introduce Hercules at the the end, mm-hmm. but after Thor's battle, Thor Valkyrie and Mighty Thor's battle uh, with the with the Zeus, did you realize who's standing outside of the dome? Uh, no, I did not. You had two of the Celestials. Really? Yeah. Ah. Did you notice what was about to fall and crush the children? No, I did not. A head of a Celestial. Ah, see, this is why I got to watch it again. <laughs> so they're tying, they're tying uh, the Eternals in. Okay. So that's, and this is what I'm saying, that there are things in this that are part of the grander scheme. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if you go to, this is no secret, that on the Guardians of the Galaxy ride in Epcot, that the what you're chasing uh, is a celestial. Oh. So these are becoming, and I hate to use the term big, but important characters to the MCU uh, universe. Um, and, you know, these, they're popping up and uh, all over the place now. So, you know, there, you're already starting to get that connective, connective tissue from, oops, excuse me, um, Eternals, now in Thor, in the Guardians attraction. So these things are starting to spread out. You know, the assumption is Fantastic Four. When that comes out, there's, you know, Galactus is a very possible character, mm-hmm. even though we had Howard Stern talking something about Doctor Doom. Um, but yeah, you know, who knows about that one? So yeah, uh, so I I noticed those. I want to say that even the the uh, I forget the name of the character at the end that Gore was trying to get to. So you have this character. So he goes through the portal and you see the whatever omniant being. Yeah, 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 yeah. That he, he's trying to get to. Um, was very reminiscent of the a Watcher. Yes. Okay. Yes. So again, I wasn't 100% sure what the heck that thing was. But okay, <laughs> you know, with the the transparency into the the galaxy and everything, and right. there was a there was a very faint but the face there. So, you know, you have a lot of these other elements coming into this movie that are from other things, and so there, there's a lot actually in this movie. But if you're if you don't know to look for them or you're not looking for them very good chance you won't see them right yeah chances i wasn't gonna see because again i was just like trying to get through it so i really wasn't paying 
all the attention to probably everything I should have. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> you know. Zeus, was Zeus wearing a tutu? <laughs> yes. Yes, he was. See, and I, strangely enough, I was actually okay with that. King goes, we should not have that whole, we should have eliminated that whole section. I said, well, they could have done it better. I understand why they had it there. Right. Um, I understand the point. But it, again, could have been done better, I yeah. think. Uh, but you know, the, the way that Zeus was portrayed as, you know, he's just living in the glory mm-hmm. uh, of himself and um, has moved on from caring about anything else. It's just all, you know, it's all pomp and circumstance. Yeah. It's, it is all pure, all pomp and circumstance. And every way that he is portrays that. From the lightning bolt to the way he talks to the um, his movements, everything is pomp and circumstance, well, and that's uh, I I think that was fine. It was just funny seeing Russell Crowe Russell Crowe doing yeah <laughs> doing that, <laughs> which but is it, one of Pete's favorite actors of all times. Yep, from what Gladiator, and he didn't say anything about I, I didn't get a whisper about Russell Crowe. I'm surprised. I, I meant to. I was expecting something for that, but yeah. Uh, I am Gladiator. Yeah. Uh, now, for a future Thor movie, you know, obviously they left it with Hercules. What is Hercules enough to, to make a quality movie with Thor? You know what I mean? They're, they're gonna. I, I don't think so. There's got to be something else. I honestly don't know. Um, Hercules ends up being a good guy. Right. Uh, but So I'm assuming Thor is not going to have to kill him. No. I mean, it's the movie. You team do... up? <laughs> End up teaming up against somebody? But they, they do at some point. Um, so Hercules' allies are, are um, Amadeus, Cho, Herc, uh, Hulk, and Thor. Mm. So... Hercules is the son of Zeus, king of the gods of Olympus. He is known as the prince of power and is very fond of fighting, uh, believing it to be a gift to fight both allies and enemies. When the Hulk declares war on the world, Hercules is the first at uh, first side with him before realizing that Hulk was hell-bent on destruction. He nearly died trying to stop the Hulk and since then has adventured with Amadeus Cho, who's the Hulkling. Uh, Both of them have joined Hank Pym's Avengers. Uh, Hercules once pretended to be Thor to fool the evil Dark Elves. His plan was misfired when he accidentally ended up marrying their queen. Uh, I can't even pronounce that name. Uh... Hercules' golden mace is strong enough to survive even direct blows from Thor's hammer. So, yeah, that's that's what I got on Thor from the Avengers: The Ultimate Character Guidebook. And was there was there any significance to? I mean, he's a, a smaller character, but the, uh, the the Dwayne Rock guy. <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, I I don't I don't. No, I, I really don't think so. 
Were we supposed to take that as a play on word for Dwayne the Rock? You know, uh, probably, probably, <laughs> probably. Uh, plus the mustache, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh. That was just a yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't think there's any significance in that. The yeah. um Yeah, other than that, I'm trying to think what else to take from the movie. Um There's re- I don't think there's really much else. I mean, no. we, saw, we saw the trailer, we were both skeptical because of it just looked like it was going to be, you know, the slapsticky kind of movie and unfortunately that's what we got as soon as it started. So, it 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 didn't uh, uh, sway our fears. It, it confirmed them. Well, it wasn't as soon as it started because the beginning part was, you know, great <laughs> backstory, okay. right, which right. was which was very uh, gruesome. Right. Part, but then you just shifted gears completely and go go into the slapstick end and uh, lied heavily on Guns and Roses throughout the whole thing. Yeah, you notice. <laughs> Even to the point that the um, Hanol's son, Hemadol's son. Changes say, oh, I want to be Axel, like the guy from the band. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Maybe that was part of the contract. <laughs> Anybody from Guns N' Roses in the movie? <laughs> Not that I saw. It doesn't mean that they didn't show right. up. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Slash was the guy at the end. I mean, who knows? Could be. Who knows? Um. Yeah, no, but uh, I mean, at least it gives me you know a reason to put uh, Guns of Roses as as the uh, musical c- clips for the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would be fitting. I, yeah, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, that it, there's our thoughts. I mean, that that's just our thoughts. Again, I'm not trying to say avoid this movie whatsoever. I'm not saying is the the an absolutely worst movie I've ever seen. Cause I've seen some pretty really bad movies. Yeah. And this, this is not one of them. It was just disappointing. That, that's... It, it, it was for the standard that we have set now for these movies, um, for Marvel movies. I, I feel this is, they have now kind of slipped a little bit right. again. You know, you, you put out so much, not everything is going to be a shining gold star. And, any studio would want even Marvel's least movie. Right. Uh, so I, get, I just think they need a, a, a direction. Like, I, I don't know. You, you, like you said, we, we might be getting the subtle hits of a direction. I want it to be a little bit more obvious of their direction so that, you know, I can get on board with whatever they're trying to accomplish. I, I want to say I heard, I, I, I could be completely wrong with this. So don't quote me. It, it, this is just um, from what I thought I heard. That Feige does actually have a direction, but he really doesn't want it to be super obvious at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, we will we we will get to it soon, but he doesn't want it to be just yet. Who do you think's their their next big baddie? Well, we know Kang's coming up in Quantumania, or should be. We were told that he was coming up in Quantumania. Um, so and then we also know that Galactus should be was, showing up. He was mentioned in Loki, right? Right. He, yeah. He's the the other, you know, the the more uh, feared uh, right. guy. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the more feared variant. So, so we got we got Kang. We'll have Loki though. I think now supposedly before Quantum Quantumania got switched with the Marvels. So no wait, Mar- Quantum Mania we will be getting now earlier next year. We're supposed to get it later next year. They flipped the two. Okay. So I think the Marvels, if I remember correctly, Marvels were getting in the summer. Quantumania will be getting in uh, the first part of the year. Um, I'm pretty sure on that. I'll double check, but I'm, I'm almost certain on that. What's the Quantum Mania? What's that about? Um... And all quantum media, February 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, they really haven't it just the further adventures of Ant Man and the Wasp. They haven't released any so quantum quantum being the quantum realm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't put two and two together. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but what that means into anything, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Um, you know, we're gonna get Obviously, uh, Jonathan Majors as Kang the Conqueror. Um, oh, that's interesting. Huh. Oh, Bill Murray plays a character in it. The, you know, the, he dropped that, that he is in the movie. Mm. Uh, obviously, Paul Rudd is back as Ant-Man. Michelle Pfeiffer is supposedly back as uh, Jan, Jan Van Dyke. Mm-hmm. Uh, Evangeline Lilly as Hope. Uh, Michael Douglas as Hank. Um, there are some other characters mentioned, so if you do not want spoilers, do not go to IMDb. Yeah. Um, so, you have, because uh, you have some other characters that are showing up that actually show up sooner than that movie, uh, but it hasn't been officially confirmed yet that they're going to mm-hmm. be. Uh, in something before that so you, you you have a number of things happening in that movie so again a lot of this connective tissue because now you have not just the movies but you have the tv series uh the disney plus series as well that are getting pulled into things which i i'm you didn't get that in thor but you have got it in uh uh you got it obviously you got it in dr strange Doctor strange yeah yeah which which we knew um yeah uh, more than i was expecting because you got the what if stuff in there too Mm. Uh, you have now Wakanda Forever is going to have some I'm trying to think I don't think anything from any of the series is definitely coming into there and then uh, Quantum uh, Quantum Media stuff from Loki and stuff from other stuff so you, you it is building so yeah. whatever this kind of direction we're heading in is larger than I think most of us realize. So but we probably we won't see anything from Kang until when? Probably the next Loki series? Like the going in more into oh, Quantum Mania. It's February. Oh he's definitely gonna be in that. Yeah okay. he's in February. Yeah. Okay. So to what extent? We don't know. Yeah. Don't know. But he we will be seeing uh Kang again in February. And then whatever that means for Loki season two which comes out it's in production, so yeah. I don't know if that's next year or, or what. So what's Marvel's next thing? Uh, She-Hulk, right? Uh, She-Hulk in August, and then Wakanda Forever in November. November. All right. 
that's the future of Marvel as we stand. It's, I still look forward to all of it. Uh, but, you know, we, we will see. Um, suppose we, again, we'll be getting more direction soon. But when that will be, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Me neither. So, Dave, thank you for coming on. Thank yes. you for, for sharing your thoughts. And uh, we'll be doing this again soon. Awesome. Thanks for having me on again. And uh, yeah, until the uh, next show. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Take care. Take care, bud. Thank you again for joining in on our discussion about Thor Love and Thunder. What did you think of Marvel's latest movie, Chris Hemsworth, back as Thor? And Natalie Portman as the Mighty Thor, bringing back the cast of wonderful, wonderful characters. Let us know. Join discussion on our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash Disney Marvel's podcast on our new and improved Facebook page. Link is here in the show notes. On Instagram at Disney Marvel's podcast, TikTok at Disney Marvel's podcast, and on Twitter at Disney Marvel's. And don't forget to subscribe and join our YouTube channel where we'll be going live on Saturday nights. And also, we got other fun content coming up there, and you can also get the audio version of this show on there as well. Lots going on on the YouTube channel. You can leave a voice message through the Anchor app and or anchor.fm website and be heard on the show. You can be part of this show as well, just simply by leaving a voice message. You can also record a message electronically on your smart device, your phone, your tablet, your computer, whatever you have, and email it to DisneyMarvels at gmail.com. Also, if you have any questions, any suggestions for the show, email to that address as well. We'll get it. We always look forward to your emails. Don't forget to check out today's Disney Marvels blog at DisneyMarvels.blogspot.com. Links to all of these, including the new Facebook group, are in the show notes. Please make sure to join up there. Let's get things moving on there. I want to thank you for your time. I know how little time we have these days with everything going on, especially it's the summer and people are going here and working there and the social gatherings and parties and just tons of things going on. So the fact that we get to spend some time together really means a lot to me. Thank you. Thank you so much from all of us. Um, we just ask, please share on your social networks, share it on social media that you're listening to the show send a link to the show or if you really really want to help the show out give us a rating or review on either spotify or on apple podcast we have all five star reviews on both of them at the moment really appreciate it um it truly means a lot to to me to us over here on the as the team that uh that we gain that kind of feedback and uh please add to it keep it going because the more people rate and review the show, the more that those podcasting stream services will promote the show as well. Free! You, no one has to pay anything. You just you take a couple seconds, leave a review, and boom, you've helped the show out for a long, long time to come. Um, and it, it just helps the show grow that way. The more people we have join the join our family the better it will be won't believe in big disney family so do i don't forget to subscribe to the show while you're at it this way you'll always know when new episodes are posted 
And while you're at it, consider becoming a premium subscriber. Really help the show out. You can do this over at anchor.fm slash disneymarvels slash support to find or find our Patreon page. You can also check out the latest Disney merchandise at the shop. Get some so, cool, fun Disney Marvel podcast stuff. I have some new designs in, uh, in the work. They should be out hopefully this week. Hopefully this week. Um, get yourself some cool summertime shirts and swag, some fall ho- hoodies, mugs, whatever. They got a bunch of stuff. Magnets. They got a lot of cool stuff over there. Uh, it's part of Tee Public, so they're always having sales too. Check it out. Get yourself some cool stuff. Help the show out in the process. You can find links to these in the show notes as well. Because remember, this show is brought to you by listeners like you. Whatever you're facing out there, whatever darkness has seemed to surround you, whatever is is weighing you down, don't give up. Don't give in. Be your own hero. Face the challenges. And remember, just like Thor, you don't have to do this alone. There's a support system out there that cares a lot about you. It may not always seem like it. And you may be embarrassed or scared. But taking that first step. Again, being your own hero. Taking that step. Will change your life. And change it for the better. I promise you that. And we are always here for you as well. Never give up. Never give in. Let your light shine for all to see because it is beautiful like you. Now I'd like to end this week's show with a quote from Walt Disney himself. Childlessness. I think it's the equivalent of never losing your sense of humor. I mean, there are a certain something that you retain. It's the equivalent of not getting so stuffy that you can't laugh at others. And that's from Walt Disney. Thank you again for listening, everyone. And I'll see you next time.